I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Please advise episode 76. I'm Malls. Guys, Molly McAleer, it's me. It's been 76 episodes. You can go back and listen to them if you want, or you can call 323-450-7408 to get your call on our next show. I'm really excited. I'm going to New Orleans in a couple weeks, so we got to bank a bunch of calls in order to make four episodes in two weeks happen. Um, okay, so... I kind of gave into the anthropology beast. I know a lot of people like probably know me as the kind of person who like actively says like fuck mall clothes like oh you're stupid clothes from the fucking mall and like whatever like I have a really bad attitude about mall clothes and I always have. And then I also have kind of a bad attitude about anthropology because for a while there, they were on like a real fugly streak. Like I just couldn't process who the clothes belong to in my brain. Um, but then, you know, I started to kind of dip into it a little bit this year. Today I reach into my closet. I see a skirt from anthropology that I've never worn before. And, um, I noticed that the fucking black tag is still on it. Like the security tag. So I'm like, God damn it. Because like, of course I don't have the receipt. Of course, like I bought it like a month ago. Um, 
And so I call the store and I'm like, hey, I have the skirt. The tags are still on it. And the black security tag is still on it. I don't have a receipt. I'm not sure which card I bought it on. Because I've also been like cashing in my City National Bank like points, mm-hmm. do you know, and getting these like gift cards. So I've been like putting things on these gift cards or whatever. So um, I go over. It's this whole fucking thing. They keep me there. They w- Eventually they like let me go by like writing my license number down. But first they want to like run all my cards. And they were asking me like what I felt to be were like kind of personal questions. Like how long have you lived in LA? What do you do for a living? And it's like – Bitch, like, you you obviously – I'm not, like, a homeless person, and this is a $98 skirt. If I was, like, a runaway teen, like, I would pick a better – I would pick a higher-priced item to try and rip you off on. And, like, so can you please just, like, admit your error, remove the tag, and let me go on my way. Um, and they were like, well, we technically can't do that for anyone, but since you are in a rush. And I was like, oh, wield your power, you stupid bitch. So as I was leaving, it was funny because Ed's been calling me Sonia Morgan lately because I'm like – I am an employee and I employ others and I have my lawyers and I have my, you know, and this is why you should just buy from Hermes because then you don't have to run all over town getting things fixed. You just send it back to Hermes and they send it back to you when they've repaired it. And like that, that was definitely a moment like that for me today. Um, Also married at first sight. You guys, if you've been following this show for the whole time. We first talked about Married at First Sight, I think, on an episode with our guest today because I remember one of our – Jamie Otis, she was on the same season as The Bachelor as Argus Day, Courtney Robertson. Hey, girl. Hey. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. You just sold me a house. But more importantly, <laughs> do you want to talk about – I've talked about the house a lot on here. Um, That's amazing. And I'm really excited, and thank you for finding it for me. You did such a good Absolutely. job. Like, you did the exact good as, – as, like, great of a job as I imagined you would, well, which is, like, a nice – most of the time people, you know, shortchange you a little bit, you know? Well, so I really you killed it. <clears throat> you know what? I was sad that you lost your dream house, the one that got away, <laughs> you know? Would yeah. have got you that one too, but when this market with multiple offers, you know? Honey, the one that – you found was way better. Woohoo! So that's the that's the happy ending of this story. It's I like just the can't one wait I, to party there and have, come to your <laughs> you know come to your Honey, welcome home party. I was on Wayfair.com this morning looking up the price of uh, jacuzzis. So they're having like a seventy percent off sale on jacuzzis. I'm thinking now might be the time to strike. Oh my gosh! It must. Well, I'll sleep in your backyard. We could do. We can go camping out there. I totally. don't know if you mentioned about your land. Like you're a landowner now. It's pretty pretty rad for LA. I'm gonna have to get a rubber gun, like a rubber bullet gun. Of yes, you, that's what they were telling oh, me yeah, because nature. the coyotes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wildlife. Your little chihuahua is not. <laughs> I don't even know what a mountain lion looks like, so I have to Google them to like know to. And honestly, I don't know if I could really tell a coyote apart from a regular dog. I just would say, like, what's that mangly German shepherd doing over <laughs> here? Um, but I think I'll figure it out. I'm really excited. Maybe Are you that watch- will be my housewarming gift to you is a rubber rubber bullet gun. Yes, please. Like a chic one. I would love that. A really chic one, like pink. Yes. I think that you can be trusted with rubber bullets. I think I may also get an actual gun. Well, I don't know. Yeah. That's something to think about. You I know. know. It really does it. scare me. Uh, sleep on the gun, probably. <laughs> um, girl, uh, are you watching Married at First Sight this season? Oh, you know what? I've watched most of them. I actually just saw Jamie Otis recently. Uh-huh. Um, she uh, has written a book, actually. Oh, good. And, um, my 
friend, Dibs, actually helped her write it. So I can't wait to read that. But I sadly am not watching. I haven't been wa- – I've been busy working on – on closing your deal yes <laughs> i haven't no. really been watching much tv i had like a tv afternoon one day todd gave me the afternoon off and i wasn't going over to the house till about five so i had like a four hour window so i've watched like about half of them tell me everything but, i well, need to go back i just need to binge watch everything but then what happens is i i just get on my phone and i'm like watching and you know doing everything so well okay girl i go to goal oriented therapy and this week my goal oriented therapy goal was at least 5 nights a week my phone needs to be in a drawer at 8 p.m. as well as my laptop and i need to just disconnect myself cuz it's like it's not even for me at that point like right. i'm just like unconsciously spending no, my no me too actually that's the best advice ever and um so basically thanks for the free therapy yeah, you got it, girl. I'll tell all my friends, all my people. Yeah. Um, but this season's really good. The only thing that I'm interested in is that they've te- – the only thing I'm interested in outside of just like the regular, like, is this going to work? All six of these people are somewhat decent. I'm a little annoyed by so one it's couple. The new, it's a new cast, right? New cast. Is Jamie popping on it at all or – No. Okay. Not yet. She's, She's got her I, own spinoff. She may in the – she probably does in, at some point uh, come back and do like a – like the way that they did on the on the Bachelor finale when they had like the bro down between Chris and all them. So anyway, um, do you feel like these couples are like, oh, like the show's such a big hit, like we're gonna make it work no matter what? I mean, because uh, I feel like that kind of runs like alongside with the Bachelor. Now I feel that way a little bit, you know? Yeah. Well, are, do you think way more people are making it work? I I mean, hey, that's a good question. I just feel like there's some people that are so into it, you yeah. know, and like a lot of these Bachelor Paradise couples have gotten married um, too now, actually. Um, so, but yeah, I just feel like. Do you think there are fans of the show that just like really want to believe the dream? You know, yes, I do. I think that that definitely <laughs> happens. Um, and I'm just wondering with each new season, you know, it's if it's snowballing, if um, these couples are like, oh my gosh, yeah, just make it work. And because you can parlay it into so many other money making opportunities. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I had a really good feeling in terms of this married at first sight. I had a really good feeling about two of the couples, but then I saw in a tease preview, um, the wife who has emotional intimacy issues, I believe her name is like Stephanie and she's married or Samantha and she, no Stephanie or something. And she's married to David. Um, she's like, so I heard from a friend that you asked a girl out for drinks. And then there's several scenes of him like bawling in front of his father's grave. Oh my goodness. So, um, so it was like an ex. Maybe he, maybe. And, or she's smart. She's a detective. He's like fucking tindering or something. Yeah, swiping all over the place. So I, I was kind of, I kind of, uh, now I feel like you know, especially if she already has trust issues, that is not the way to start a marriage, honey. Mm-mm. You know, I would never be able to forgive that. You can't be married to me for six weeks without asking another girl out. It's a bad sign. <laughs> With cameras on you twenty four seven, you can't even be slick about it. I like, know. I wonder who told her. The producers, or I think it was like a producer. Or he was really just that desperate and he like went to an ex and then a friend and then the ex was like ew can you like he's married like can you believe he did that to one of her friends and then the friend like looked her up on facebook i think it was probably something like that okay well at least she has the balls to you know snoop around a little bit if that's the case i mean God six bless. weeks in you know yeah i wonder mm-hmm. if she's grabbing the phone and going in there 
Yeah. I mean, it's but like people rat on The now. Bachelor too. Like, I mean, that tips come in from the outside on that show too about like people having at home dating lives. Like, someone could have blown the whistle on them knowing that like this production was going on. And oh, um, he, that's true. Well, that's yeah. I mean, there's like reality Steve, and then there's also like I was just reading in one of the rag mags the other day about like Ben's ex tells all, and I was like, oh, it's already starting. Like, there's such a formula. Like. Because I lived it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see what this girl says. And like at the end of the interview, she's like, oh, you know, kind of still holding out hope. Like we maybe would get back together someday. Yeah. Basically said that he was like all right in bed. Like it's good stuff. Yeah. He's not a virgin, you guys. He's made that abundantly clear on this season. And I really – I dig that. I dig that about him. He said to Becca, it was something like, you know, it's so funny because like you're saving yourself for marriage – because of your relationship with God and I'm like that but the exact opposite and like it, that's <laughs> so like such a non-sentiment like it's like what are so you're saying you're you fucked for like you fucked for Christ like what are you saying like I don't I'm unclear like I'm exactly I like, mean sometimes his name does get brought up during the act but yeah yeah, yeah. uh Anyway, well, I think they're teeing her up to be the next Bachelorette. That's my little inside scoop. You think so? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, not I think Jubilee? Yeah. Oh, you know, I would love Jubilee. I love her. But no, I think that that's why she's probably back. They probably, then why I mean, don't they just get nervy and have like the bl- black Bachelor spinoff? That's what I was just going to ask you guys because um, Unreal is doing their Bachelor character is going to be black. And it's like, oh, it's happening before it even happens on the actual oh. show. Oh, that is going to be so good. Oh, yeah. The yeah. second season sounds I like it's going to be amazing. Cannot but cannot wait. Like, I love that. Did you watch Moss? That's one of the things Oh, I that- loved. Loved. Like, complete. I'm uh, I'm trying to get screeners from people in advance because I'm just like, I wish, I wish I had pulled my shit together and written an hour long so I could have gone out for that. But I, like, I, I'm that. genuinely, genuinely interested. Do you guys think we're, we're going to see, like, a Black Bachelor in the next, like, year or two? I do. I think, I think it will happen. I, I think do. it's more. I think it's more likely going to be. I mean, there's Jubilee. already been a uh, like a a woman of color as a bachelor as a bachelorette. There's been, I believe, two, maybe even. Um, but I think that it's more likely that it's going to be a chick before yeah. it's um, before it's a guy. I don't know why. I just well, America that- loves Jubilee. I mean, that's really I think how they end up deciding. That's her name. It's like how. You know, she's obviously, not like an X-Men former, character. No, she's a former uh, vet. Um, she was served Sorry, in – I don't I, watch the show. So. She served in uh, Iraq and she – uh, She's adopted from a Haitian family. Like her entire family is dead. Oh like – and she's just like – like she's funny. Like he was 20 minutes late to pick her up on the first date and like we were going to talk Bachelor later. But he was 20 minutes late to pick uh, – <laughs> To pick her up on the first date and she made some joke like, you know, he's like, well, you look great. And she's like, yeah, well, you're 20 minutes late. And the girls were like, she is so unappreciative. Like, and it's like, no, like, first of all, she knows that it's not his fault. He's 20 minutes late. Realistically, it was production getting him there on time. That was probably the problem. But she's kind of like letting him know how she expects to be treated in the real world. And like, let's I'll be I'll be honest with you. If a guy showed up to a date 20 minutes late, the first words out of my mouth would be like, hey. Did you know you're 20 minutes late? Like, I, she's a military girl. She's about her, like, she's about her shit. I appreciate that. 
Anyway. She's fire. She's And she's really real. She keeps it real, which I love, you know? If you don't get Jubilee, you don't get me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's my girl. Um, Courtney, we have a game we play here called Do You Fear That? Can we play it with you really quickly? Absolutely. Hit me with it. We might play a slightly abridged game just because we have a bunch of calls to get to today. Okay. They're going to be bomb for you. So uh, the name of the game is Do You Fear That? The answers are yes or no, or you can feel free to elaborate. Being naked in front of someone who's angry with you. No. Deep space. Yes. Fire. Yes. Food in countries you've never been to. No. The dark. No. Unexpectedly seeing a naked adult. Mm, Yes. Okay. I want my best friend Ike to call in about this question too because I said, you know, he saw um, a naked adult walking down the road who did not appear homeless. He appeared kind of like a bougie hipster kind of kid, but that he was really, really, really out of it. And he was just slowly walking down Glendale Boulevard, stark naked. And we had a bunch of different theories. Like the cops said, the cops called Ed the next morning to like check back in. And, um, the cops were like, yeah, we're still trying to figure out like what the deal was. Like, was he touching himself in any manner? Was anything like that happening? Because that would really change things. And Ed was like, not at all. He just looked like he needed help. And he's like, he looked like someone's brother or cousin, like just needed help. And my my guess, my best guess is Ambien mixed with sleepwalking of some kind. I think that's an Ambien. Uh, I was watching Chelsea Handler's docu-series, and in it she takes Ambien, and at some point she, like, does not remember. She does, like, a whole interview with someone, and yeah. she draws something, and she, like, doesn't remember doing it. So I believe that that's possible. You completely bl- like you completely black out. If you Google, like, Ambien nightmares, you can hear about people, like, fucking walking through snow, like, getting in their cars, driving into the center of town, like, pissing all over a police like, officer. Having sex on that. Like, that was, like, Tiger Woods' poison. Um, like what? I'm, I'm just curious. But. I've had sex with an ambient addict and it usually, uh, results in them falling asleep on you. Uh, um, and being like, yo, did you seriously just fucking fall asleep on me? Dude, no ambient until after sex. What the fuck? Uh, I don't care if it takes 30 minutes to kick in. Uh, <laughs> clowns. Yes. Sleeping alone. No. Getting caught talking to yourself in the car? No, I just did that on the way over here. What were you talking to to yourself about? I just was talking about, I just, I don't even remember, but I was like, oh my gosh, I'm talking to myself. And then I thought, oh, people will probably just think I'm singing. Yeah. You know, like who cares? Like maybe I am talking to myself. (laughs) None of your business. I totally agree, girl. But when I get caught, I like always try to make a bit of it. Um, Little person porn. Uh, you know, saying a new word out loud for the first time. No, you have a really good vocabulary. I've noticed. Oh my goodness. Thank you. You do. You're very eloquent. Oh gosh. Well, I think that's why I honestly, I think we talked about this last time, but I think because you are sharp and witty that that's why your edit was so brutal on, uh, the batch girl. Well, you know, looking back, I mean, I could go back and look like, you know, Miss America or, you know, America's sweetheart, but you know, I don't, I wouldn't have it any other way. I do have a question. If present day Courtney's mind was trapped, like traveled back into like bachelor Courtney, how would you do it? Oh gosh. There's like so many, I probably wouldn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, there's so many things I would have done differently, but, um, 
you know, I guess I would have just tried really hard with the girls, you know? Yeah. I just have a really hard time faking it, you know? Um, I mean, like, because you can only imagine, like, that out of the entire 25 girls, they maybe get, like, two, three chicks that are, like, right. actually down. And you can kind of, like, pick them out right away. And, like, yeah. I guess I shouldn't have stirred the pot. But, you know, it's just, like, long days. And, yeah, looking back, I was like, you know what? Like, the one thing that, like, I, I one of my best friends was a producer. Like, that was the best thing that came out of it for me. Yeah. You know, and, like, two of the girls, like, Jacqueline and Casey. And that's it. Like, you know what? That's a really good takeaway. That is a really good takeaway. You know? And you had all that international travel. Right? That's and, amazing. Hell yeah. Um, first dates? No. Finding out that you've been suffering from a severe mental illness your entire life? Um, yes, that's crazy. Dancing in public? No. Singing in public? No. Missing out on events or parties? No. Having to go to events or parties? No. That you're a fraud? What's that one? That you are a fraud? Um, no. That no one would ever romantically love you if your face got burned off with acid? Yes, I've thought about that. <laughs> or like if I went blind or I mean those are just natural thoughts. Like those are like 4 a.m. thoughts, you know. But I have, if you went blind, you'd still be pretty. Oh, but then you maybe would have like an ugly husband. Yeah, or what if I couldn't hear or you know what I mean? Like right. I don't know. You'd just be like I'm biologically unideal now. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like you'd be okay, Cordy. My con- Oh, well, really? What if yeah. I was in a wheelchair? Yeah, oh, but you I think would still be like pretty in a wheelchair. Yeah. I think about that. Pretty in a wheelchair is a good look. Well, I don't like to be pushed around, so I'd probably <laughs> be hell on wheels. But yes, you would, <laughs> um, dude. You'd be ripped. Um, <laughs> contracting an STD. No. Spending a week in Times Square. No. Needles. Yes. What's in tap water? Uh, Viagra and meds. I know that. It was the whole thing on the LA News. Not worried. I have a Brita. Spending a month or more with your family and only your family? No. Sunday nights? No. Becoming homeless? Yes. Change? No. Accidentally falling in love with a stripper or sex worker? Mm, no. Vomiting? Yes. I cry. <laughs> That's really bad. And I, then I start laughing. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what's happening to me? <laughs> Bugs. I'm such a baby. Bums, did you say? Uh, bugs. No. Uh, being fisted? Yes. Unusually good-looking people? Yes. Uh, really? Yes. Because you are an unusually good-looking person. <laughs> I don't feel that way, though. Really? I always felt awkward growing up. Yeah, I know. So but like, when you were like – but when you had to like hang with other models, you weren't like, oh, my God, I'm so out of my league. Well, I mean, not really, but like, you know, I just feel like a little uncool around yeah. some of them. Yeah. Know? just like perfect all the time well, <laughs> like I wake up like yeah. oh my god like I need some work you know I dated a really good looking guy and I just remember waking up next to him and I couldn't do it like he'd be like good morning beautiful and I'd be like oh my god just don't stop looking at me like <laughs> you're too good look I couldn't even look at him he was just too pretty yeah yeah no that can be that can be upsetting it's hard to take someone seriously when they look like someone that you're like I could cast you yeah and like vampire diaries exactly well he was an actor so yeah. oh there, there you go there you go uh knowing what your hot dog is actually made of yes the dentist yes crying in public no being with a man who's crying in public yes being arrested for a murder you didn't commit yes heights um no the idea that your worst enemy might be correct and you are, in fact, terrible. No. 
birds. No. All right. That was it. That was a, a little bit of a trap. How did I do? do what am that? I scared of? What is this? Is this like some, you know, you know, it shows that you're generally not fearless. You do have some whimsical fears. Like you, all your logical fears, you were pretty like, um, you were pretty clear on. You were like, yeah, no, I don't really fear f- deep space. Right. Like a lot of people think, think about deep space. And me, for example, like it gets to a point where I've been thinking about it long enough where I'm like, I get, I can freak myself out and it becomes a fear, like having to go there. Um, well, I mean, like the ocean freaks me out. Like, is that what that counts? Yes, I mean, like, that counts. That yeah. like what's down there? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, what happens if like I was on a boat and somebody pushed me off and left me out there? Like, yeah. I watched too much Dateline. That's really the problem. But see, I like love swimming, so I wouldn't have no problem in any of those scenarios. It's more just like mm-hmm. I would not know how to breathe in space and be like, I don't like the feeling of being suffocated. Okay. Drowning. You're right. Drowning Interesting. sucks. I'm thinking like scuba diving too. It's just like, oh, no. oh I have you don't a fear have enough that, air actually. to make it to the surface. I yeah. have a fear of that. I do not want to be a scuba diver ever. No. And I admire people who are like so into it. Like I'm getting certified. I feel like, like it's running a marathon. Like there's marathon people. Right. There's scuba diving people. I've gone. I've jumped out of a plane. I've done that. But the the – scuba diving thing freaks me out that's i don't want to know what's under there i can just watch that on like planet blue or what that's a shot of you know what is those you know blue life shows yeah yeah totally um and hd um what uh what's the deal with skydiving is it is it fun you know it's all right i wouldn't do it again okay um you know i think it's one of those things like if you really want to do it um do it but like i just remember being like can i get like I want to be down now. Like, and like, it took so long. Like once the shoot's open and you feel like uncomfortable. You're like, I'm bored. Yeah. yeah. And like, I was on my back. He's like, well, you're really light. So it might take a while. And I mean, luckily I I was in Fiji. So it was like really beautiful. But seeing the ground that far below you, like you feel like unsafe. Like you could just fall out at any minute. Yeah. But it was all right. You know, the jumping out part was fun. I would do that. The falling part is fun. Yeah. But it just gets to a point where you're like, I wouldn't do it again. Less of this, please. Yeah. How was, long was the whole process? Like 15 minutes? Um, yeah, probably about 15, 20 minutes. We, I jumped out of a helicopter. It's really cold up there. The things that they tell you that you don't like really think about when you're going to go skydiving, they're like, they make you scream because like the air hits your face so fast that like it takes your breath away. So you like have to scream. But there's a lot of moving parts. It's like, okay, it's go time. You have to like arch your back. And like, it's a lot to think about as you're like free falling. Yeah, but it's you know it's all right. It, I really was pretty unfazed by it all. Um, girl, do you have three reasons why you're qualified to give advice on today's show? Oh, um, hmm. Let's see. Well, um, one, my dad always tells me that I have an answer for everything. <laughs> my whole life, he said that. Um, and I'm also the friend that people call for like love and sex advice. I love talking about sex. Like, <laughs> I love it. And um, hey, I'm changing. <laughs> and uh, I base I don't have a judgmental bone in my body, so I I can put myself in other people's shoes pretty easily. Okay, love it. All right, let's do please advise then. Hey, Malls. Um, I am 24 from St. Louis. Um, just calling. So I went out with some friends last night and ended up blacking the fuck out. And this morning, my friend told me that she saw me kissing someone, but. I have a boyfriend, and I'm panicking. I cried all morning. I'm finally just realizing, like, that it happened, and I can't I can't even live with myself right now. It's real hard. 
Um, just wondering if you've ever been cheated on or cheated on someone. I it was seriously so unintentional. Like I can't even. I I want to die. It's awful. I can't believe that I could do this to someone. Um, and I don't even remember doing it. Is the worst part. So I don't know. I don't know what the best way is to go about telling him or hoping that he'll forgive me and knowing it's a one-time thing. I just please advise help me out I don't know how to what's the best way to tell somebody and apologize for doing something so terrible thanks Miles bye I'm gonna have to side with both uh Dr. Laura and Dan Savage an issue that they agree upon that if it's a one-time thing you seriously didn't mean to do it it will never happen again you can't even like you're mortified by it and you know that it would fundamentally hurt your relationship and more importantly your partner um and his feelings uh, you you don't say anything because it's actually kind of a selfish act to commit to that because you completely destroy your trust over something that um was a lapse in judgment. I think everyone's allowed allowed brief lapses in judge in judgment. I don't you know I feel the same way about sex even like if you if it's a one time thing it's never going to happen again. You're mortified. You were in a strange situation. Move on. I don't know. I, but Courtney, what do you think? Well, I love Dan Savage and I've read a lot of his articles and I have to agree with you on that. Um, and I would just – I would say, girl, don't die and don't tell him, um, are you married? If you're married, it might be different. Also, you have to factor in is there evidence like, you know, like right. the girl that told you was she's Snapchatting or, you know, like I don't know. I, that's just me. Um, I think don't tell. That's, that's always – and I don't beat yourself up about it. We all make mistakes. It's not – the end of the world and you don't even remember it so and it takes by the way a real snake in the grass to like because you can witness a lot of things between couples and really have no idea what the deal is and like and still even if you do know what the deal is um still have it be none of your fucking business like what happens and to go to someone and be like your girlfriend cheated on you is like actually a real snake in the grass move uh and it's like a dick thing to do it's like that kind of thing that a friend thinks they're doing to be noble, but they're actually just like they're overcomplicate. They're over assigning like meaning to your drama. It just whatever. Don't just ask ask yourself: Are these the type of people that would say something to him? Was I in the type of bar where, let's say, most like it's it's a seven out of ten seventy percent chance that someone that he works with or one of our close friends who I didn't realize could have also been there. Um, and then, you know, then just work on forgiving yourself and moving on. Cause if you act weird and it changes the, like the pace of your home over it, he's going to notice. And the whole goal with this is to just have this affect him as little as possible. Exactly. I agree a hundred percent and just don't beat yourself up about it. You know, we all make mistakes and, um, I just, I hope she hasn't told him already. When did, when did you get that call? Uh, I don't know. Um, and I dated a week. guy who once said, like, you know what? Like, it's like what you don't know doesn't hurt you. And, like, I really respected that about him. Um, not that we, like, we're in an open relationship, but it can cause more harm and damage than, you know, need be. Yeah. And it also, saying it like that really kind of lets a person know where they're, you know, what the expectation should be at, which is that, you know, it's you're not exclusive. There are things that are secrets between us. Um, that's an interesting way to say that. I think that, um, yeah, I don't, have you, have you ever had someone 
like confessed to cheating on you and then just been like, I wish I didn't know or, um, you know, well, it was more of like, more like when you've been broken up in those like gray areas, like the coming clean of like, yeah, I did hook up with somebody. We weren't talking like, you know, whether it's right. like a week or a month and me being like crying and then being like, so did I actually. So I can't be too mad, you know, yeah. but I've never had a guy admit to cheating. I mean, I don't know that any guy, that's the thing. Guys are really good at keeping their mouth shut. That's like why women, smell your like, dick was we, invented. We are like in the world of feelings. Like we want to tell every all of our friends everything, our you know, brother, sister, mother. Guys, like they keep that shit under their hat. Yeah. You know? So unless they're on Vanderpump rules. Right. Uh, or you ransack their phone or you find a clue. Like they are yeah. just like they don't say anything. So have you ever had a guy um, openly admit to? No, I um, have found out about some things after the fact, like after our breakup. Um, I did have a guy like kind of double, like double play me a little bit where he was like, you're not my girlfriend, but like I was his emotional girlfriend. We were together every day. We like, you know, worked on things together. Like it was like a whole it was a whole thing. And um, then one day he told me like I had to uh, – I told a story last week. I had to like accept the fact that he's dating someone new and that she's coming to town tomorrow for eight days. And I was like, oh, God. So like this has been like low-key going on behind my back for like upwards of six months now. It's like emotional cheating. Yeah. I think and there's I mean, emotional we cheating. And, I mean, yeah. physical isn't even the worst part. It's the emotional where there's like the well, real he feelings. was like committed to her – and not committed to me. So if anything, like she was walking into a situation where she was, he was already having an emotional affair with another girl. Block that fool. Yeah. I found out, I saw him actually on Tinder recently and I was like, there needs to be something that they can do that. Like if a person should just not be in the dating pool, if they're not eligible of being in the dating pool, like they got to go. I've been saying that for years. I think they need to do like a Yelp for boyfriends, ex, for exes. You know, I think that that's probably like a deformation of character, but like they did something review. like that like, called like so la for okay. a while. Like the internet did freak somebody. out about it because like it was all anonymous and like you right. had to, but at the same time, uh, and I wouldn't want if someone to do guy it to me. Did it to me like I, I just wish you could just like select like maybe there's like a you know anonymous. He needs to take six months off button. You right. know what I mean? Like you're he, fired from Tinder. Yeah, from needs therapy. Like yeah, exactly. From J Swipe. There's so many J Swipe. What do you constitute as an emotional affair or um seeking uh any sort of bond that is normally sacred between a husband and wife like i think that if you basically like like have an like, have an emotional girlfriend like you that you kind of treat probably around the time that you and your wife or your girlfriends first started dating but now that like spark isn't there anymore so like you you are finding that within each other i think that's an emotional affair i think like long-term texting. I mean, I think it can be as simple as that. Like someone at work that you have like an emotional affair with um, that you like just really get along and maybe there's some boundaries being crossed and just like how close you are. Um, and uh, I think that, you know, the obvious shit, like having a Facebook girlfriend, like, you know, that you talk to in, in messages and, or, you know, I like, basically anything I feel you like keep it, hidden like anything that you wouldn't yeah, tell okay. your significant other that feels like a secret like if you know your partner doesn't want you exactly. texting your ex like 
but you're doing it and you're hiding it and you're deleting messages. That's that's right. when you know you're having an emotional affair. Uh, you're exactly right. You're I've, exactly right. I've done right. it before I when I've been this single. Up. I was bringing this up because like this kind of thing comes up when it when you have uh, friends of opposite sex. Yeah. That are really close. Yeah. It's just kind of like how do you differentiate that, uh, that closeness with of a friend with an emotional affair? Yeah. Sorry. I'm and froggy I have a lot of guy I'm friends, sick, so guys. I dealt with that a lot too. I and mean, I think that like, you know, it's – Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is never jealous. Corinthians. You know, like love is – and and I think it's like real. Like love is never jealous, man. Like it's just like it's not – it's not – if you if you're if you're like so caught up in like whatever your girlfriend may be looking at, you need to like go to therapy, man. Like – What if it's like hardcore like – Porn. Like, what if, you know, so many guys are into that and they hide that from their girlfriend? You want to know what, though? They don't hide it because it shows up in the bedroom and the way that they talk to women and That's the way true. that they, like, you can figure it out. Like, I knew that a guy I was dating had a serious issue with porn. And, like, I knew for a long period of time because I was like, your fantasies are a little specific. Like, you, like, uh, uh, like, it's, it was very, like, Oh yeah, I get he it. This is this is how this is how you think women interact with men. Got it in real life, right? Yeah. So, um, sorry, I didn't mean to go there. No, they. I mean, that's the thing is they out themselves with their fucking foolish behavior. Keep your eyes out, girls. I mean, it's just disgusting, really. But um, party on, Wayne. That's what your T-shirt says. Party. It just says party on. Party on, Garth. I, I love that the shirt. It's my, I love it's it my too. Weekend shirt, girl. Such Not a weekend, that I need a girl. Weekend to party on. Um, okay, well, I think that you are pretty all set, um, 24-year-old in St. Louis. I feel really bad. I know that you're going through, like, this cra- – you're, like, in emotional hell right now. You're in purgatory. And you're like, I fucked up. I don't – like, I, like I can't – I can't talk to my best friend about this. Like, the only person that I would normally talk to about something on on this level is the person that I've done it to. So, um, yeah. Just try to forgive yourself a little bit um, and, and be normal at home and have ice cream. All right, next call. Hey, Malls. Um, just wanted to call in with a question because you definitely deserve to go to Noah. Um, I'm wondering, do you ever feel like you annoy your therapist? Because I've, like, gotten back together with this guy, like, a couple times. And, like, I think it's, like, basically a good decision. But I don't know. I feel like I'm constantly, like, whining to my therapist about it, and then I feel better. But, like, I don't know. I didn't really prepare my thoughts on this, but, like, it's kind of like, you know you're annoying your friends. Like, I know I'm annoying my friends with my drama, but, like, I'm going to tell my therapist that because it's what I'm thinking about. I don't know if that makes sense. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Um, You know, I don't. I think that this is an important learning lesson for you because it was a learning lesson I had to have eventually in which I realized that um, therapy should not be paying $175 a week for someone to listen to you bitch about the shit that you should be talking about with your with your friends. Therapy is to go to kind of mentally understand why you go to that place, like why the reactions you you experience are that way and like working on that. Um, I recently switched over to like a more goal oriented therapy and not even no joke. One of my goals one week was break up with this guy I was seeing that wasn't, that was kind of making me miserable. And because I made it a goal, I actually went through and did it. And, um, I think that 
yes, your therapist sounds annoyed with you because she's, you know, I think it's a little bit unethical that she's collecting your money, but let's not act like most of our therapists aren't just doing that. Um, But she's annoyed because you're not, you're not using her tools and she's there to not just be a sounding board for shit and then come back and it's like, Oh, I made a mistake. I made, made the same mistake again. Um, she's not there for that. And if you are so adverse to change that you now feel that the solution is to lie to your therapist, which by the way, she can probably read through, um, because of other like subtle tells in your life. I mean, unless you're just lying about everything, I'm sure there's subtle tells in your language that there's some sort of change. Um, so I don't know, whatever. Courtney, what do you think? You know, I've never really done intensive therapy. Um, the Bachelor offered me some when my season was airing, interesting enough. But um, does everyone get offered that? Um, I th- I think it depends. It varies. You know, yeah. like I was in the heart of like having a full on meltdown and relationship falling apart. And yeah. I felt like it was very one sided advice, you know, like to kind of keep the happy couples, cu- you know, happy yeah. and together. I felt like it was like, it wasn't like the therapist of my choice. Right. But I know how you feel, girl. I've, I have been in a relationship. I was in a relationship that, you know, I talked to all my friends about it and like, you know, my sister's a psych, you know, psych major and really great advice. But um, I knew I was annoying my friends. Like at one point, my best friend said, like, I can't talk about this anymore. And I felt my relationships changing and I just had to make a change. So and in a way, I was kind of lying to myself, like trying to talk myself into this relationship, you right. know. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I wouldn't worry too much about annoying your therapist, though, because you're paying her. That's, that's true. That's her job. And, you know, I'm sure it's like any other job. Um, they come home at the end of the day and, and, you know, turn it off and unwind. And But you just need to know that that's – you need to accept that that's what you're doing, that you're – like you're paying someone so you can go and then not even tell them the full truth about the stuff that you would like to tell your friends um, but can't because they don't, they don't want to deal with it anymore. So now you're lying – to the person that you hired to be your new sounding board. And like, so now you're just paying for nothing. Like, what's the point? Um, it's actually, it's actually completely pointless. And, uh, you know, if you're you in an can unhealthy do that. relationship, you can, though, she should really, you know, be honest with herself about that. Well, yeah, I mean, you can, you can do that though. You can go to therapy. That's one way to have therapy. But, um, I think you might get a little bit more bang for your buck if you maybe do some listening and and let her ask questions and answer honestly, even if the answers scare you. Like therapy is a place to cry and like work through stuff and remember things and like that kind of work is really tough. Um, and you know you can choose to do it as invasively or uninvasively as possible. There's a lot of ways to kind of dance around subjects and bring up things without like causing you to go to like a trauma zone. So um, maybe like open your horizons a little bit because if you're not serving yourself in this relationship and you're not serving yourself in this therapy thing, then um, JK on you, girl, you know? You guys, we got a You Are Appreciated iTunes comment of the week. These are the bomb for us, by the way. If you leave five stars, it helps people find us in the iTunes store and makes us really popular. Um, And then we get that sweet, sweet Nature Box money. I'm actually pretty sure Nature Box is out of business since the slander job I've done on them. Uh, The comment is, I can't stop listening to this from XIIV 
I-X. Those are Roman, Roman numerals for something, something that I'm not interested in figuring out. The first time I listened to this podcast, I was on a road trip to Chicago. I picked a random episode. I don't remember which one. And I listened to Maul screech about skipping her job and doing Molly. Disgusted, I recoiled and savagely jerked the cord from the cassette adapter and spent the uh, indignant $2.99 on the app store to listen to a nice, safe This American Life episode. Several months later, like a freshman recovering from a badge room experience or an ex-boyfriend who pretended not to like prostate action the first time, I decided to try it again. <laughs> this time, I remembered the episode I chose, the one with Stephen Myers, a Los Angeles-based photographer. I listened to Steven play Do You Fear That and laughed so hard, even though I've been trying to keep laughing to myself in public to a minimum. I've fallen in love with Malls and Christina with a K. Bursting with unbridled hilarity, Malls is simultaneously rakish and enlightening. Her focus flows effortlessly from her guest to the listener, to the caller, to her own stories. She transforms anything from describing a drunken snack plate to a run-in with Justin Bieber photo incident into a thrilling narrative with her obvious passion and honesty. I love so much about this podcast. It's funny and genuine, and I feel closer to the guests than I do on any other podcast. I love that she takes the time to tell it like it is and help people out. Also, Christina with a K, thank you for keeping everybody on track. You're awesome. Much love, kisses, and weed gummy bears. You all deserve as many as you want. Aww. That was very sweet. And a shout out to Christina with a K and Stephen Myers. That was very sweet. I think I have a crush on you too now. Um, You guys, that's really all it is. You don't even have to be that nice. You can kind of be like, this is pretty okay. I listened to it on my drive. That would be a nice comment. Just the five stars is really what matters um, and your participation in general. All right. Let's go back to our calls. Hi there. It's 3 a.m., and I just had sex and anal sex and I have internal hemorrhoids and um, let's just say it didn't work out, you know, properly because I had to send the guy home because I was in that much pain. Um, I was just wondering, is that appropriate to tell someone to get the fuck out of your room? Um, yeah, so if you could let me know, that would be great. Thanks. Bye. We realize we might be getting trolled right now, but we also realize that if that's a question that this man made up, it's probably something within the realm of reasonable issues. Yeah, things that you all could be dealing with out there. Also, I'm not totally convinced that this guy's a troll because he sounds slightly like some of our other callers. Um, So just had anal sex, internal hemorrhoids, like guys trying to get in. Oh, no, I have hemorrhoids. Um, unless you actually said the words, get the fuck out, which is, I don't really don't think you say that because you were embarrassed and didn't like know how else to say it. That's the only way I could imagine it would be impolite. You're like, you can't, you're not going to continue having sex because you have, uh, internal hemorrhoids and like, no offense, like no one wants to be spooning on your hemorrhoid ass. Like he's, he's not surprised that you like let it in in the first place with that do you think he didn't know he had internal hemorrhoids i mean is that the kind of thing i've never had them but like is that like when you have them you know i I have no idea i think he maybe he just found out i mean it's it was 3 a.m my mom always said nothing good happens after midnight yeah um you know at that point you just like want to go to bed and get a good night's sleep you know yeah uh that's uncomfortable yeah 
I, uh, I, I just hope you didn't, as long as you didn't verbally abuse him, I think it was totally within your rights to ask him to leave your house. I mean, I would. I mean, At look, least he but tried. You got to appreciate the try. The only thing I can compare it to is like when you're having, like when you go to have sex with someone and like you don't realize you just got your period and you're like, oh, fuck. And like, I would think it's like a dick move if the guy was like, well, okay, I'm leaving. But if I asked the guy to leave... And like, and was like, yo, like now that this isn't going to happen and I'm not, I'm not, well, no, not necessarily. I, I, not, not if I, not if I really like the guy, but like, to be honest, it's like, I'm feeling gross. Like I didn't really want to be there in the first place. Like, uh, I'm, this isn't a scenario I've lived, but I'm just, I'm trying to like, think of what could be, what could be a comparison. And I think that there, there would be plenty of exceptions in which I would feel like physically uncomfortable and just want my bed to myself and like deal with what it was that I was dealing with. But if it was someone that I really liked and they were like cool with it and like, to- like, oh, no problem. I'm like, whatever, we'll do it soon. Like then, uh, yeah, I'd be like, you can crash. I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know if they are comparable in that sense. Well, I mean, like you can always just say like, has there ever been a situation where circumstances change, like your emotions, your feeling about, you know, doing the data change and you've kicked someone out of bed? Like, have you ever kicked someone out of no, bed? No, because I don't get that far unless I like, I like know, because I'm like, that's where I'm frigid. Like I only really talk to people that like that possibly have a chance. And then maybe 25% of those four people make it to my apartment once every six months. Like, do you know what I'm saying? So. Oh, back. I mean, back in the day, uh, I might've had in a situation like that, but it was like, you know, I nipped it in the butt before anything went down, but it was like one of those girl mistakes, like didn't do a crotch grab you know, that kind of situation. Wait, you didn't do a car. Oh. Oh. Yeah, and then it was like, surprise. And I was like, eee. Oh, surprise. What was the surprise? Oh, well, it just was pretty small. Actually, so talk- that's a deal breaker. Like, you wouldn't even I mean, try it? No, no. Mm-mm. I didn't. See, I, I'm so, here's the thing is that I Wait. wish I, cause I would feel, I would feel so sad and I'd be like, oh my God, he's going to think the only reason why he got this far is because like, I assumed he had some big dick, which is like not true. Was it like, you saw it and you were like, no, I gotta go. My, I gotta go let my dog out. I was like, oh shoot. I forgot. I'm supposed was to this meet like somebody. Was this like a cash encounter or first time No, that thing? was the thing we had dated for a while. Oh, we God, waited. I was younger. Like I said, I was young. I was like like close to my 20s, you yeah. know? And I was like, oh boy, this isn't going to work. So, um, and then I like fled the country. I had to, <laughs> I, you know, it was like, oh my gosh, I have a last minute job. I'm That's what you flying do when to you New see Zealand. a small dick. You yep. leave the country. <laughs> exactly. No questions, you know? Just like, gotta go. No questions <laughs> You hear on like Dan Savage is that these guys can overcompensate in other ways in the really? bedroom for that for that shortcoming. Hmm. Interesting. It just Interesting. really depends on like how hard they've had to try in their life. You know what I mean? I mean, a hot guy with a tiny wiener probably hasn't had to try very exactly. hard. Exactly. And so I think that like yeah, like there's, then there's also like I don't know. I I could talk about this all day, uh, but I'd really prefer not to. So um, let's just take our next call. Hey, it's Shisha sh- sh- Shannon calling. Um, I need help. I need to know. Um, this isn't about buttholes or selfies, but I need to know what percentage 
of ta- how often do are you supposed to reciprocate oral sex to your um, significant other? Um, it's not a thing I like to do, but I feel like my relationship is going to go down the toilet if I don't do it the more than the one time a year I do do it. So help me not be single for the rest of my life. All right. Bye. So Courtney just asked if Shasha Shannon calls a lot. And the answer is no, she's never called. But I have known Shannon since I was eight years old and she's one of my best friends. She just gave birth to her second baby. Um, this Shasha Shannon? Yeah. Girl, I'm really thinking you got to, I mean, at least a quarterly blowy. Like, well, how, how are you getting by months? Once a year? Once. I mean, like, seriously, that is like. That's no bueno. That is, he gets 10 blowjobs a decade. Like, that's, <laughs> think about it that way, how long a decade is. So I'm assuming she's just doing it on his birthday. is what I guess. Or like, you know, she, they're having a crazy night, you know, whatever, I'm sure. But um, I, I mean, I think I, I'm. I think he goes down on you a lot, if that's what I'm understanding from some of these the text messages you send some days, I, or not at all. I'm not sure. Uh, but it sounds like definitely more than once a year. So I would say, honestly, you're going to hate me for this. Bare minimum, every third time. I think that, that sounds about right. Bare minimum, if not like I once mean, a season. Yeah, I once mean, a month. I, once a quarter is fine. Yeah, but uh, once a month. Well, she's she. I feel like she has to ease into this. So I think once a season is good. Yeah. Once a month might be a little ambitious. But you make it like a fucking holiday. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's like you like if you're gonna try to pull off four blowjobs a year, then you need to make <laughs> that like a fucking holiday. Here's for the him. thing, and this is something that Twitter does every year on March 14th. March 14th is the male equivalent of Valentine's Day, and they call it Steak and Blowjob Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are all these holidays that are coming up? Those weren't around when I was a kid. I know. I mean, they're like just low key, like government, like like post offices make those holidays. Like, like I just uh, missed the popcorn day. I love yeah. popcorn. Oh like, yeah, it's like National Donut Day. That's like a thing. Yeah. It's like a social media thing. But you know, I I have a friend who I've actually known a lot of girls that aren't, don't enjoy you know doing this. Um, and I always wonder about their boyfriends. Like, are they you know what are they doing? Like, because guys love that. They right. need it. No, like that's like actually I think what they pr- would prefer all of the time. I feel like – I mean it's kind of equivalent to like I always say like working out. Like if you fall out or you don't do it, like you dread doing it, you know. But then you start doing it like, oh, that felt kind of good, you know. It's like a muscle you have to learn how to flex and like actually like you can get pleasure out of it too and, and enjoy doing it. Yeah. You know, um, and maybe if it's more on your terms – I mean, nobody wants like someone asking you for that. Yes, exactly. That would be I mean, you don't want to be guilted into it by any means. But I think that if you like surprised him once a season, as we said. Um, but like, you know, Shan, like and maybe make it less about like, oh, I have to do this versus like, oh, I'm doing this for him. I was just gonna say it's like I don't know how you're feeling about your man these days. Like I don't know if you have to kind of rally it up a little bit just because it doesn't make you happy to make him happy. But um I know part of you likes to make him happy for sure. Uh definitely. So 
maybe go to that place. And maybe do a halfie, you know? Like yeah, there's a of variations. So it's Are, like, yeah. you're, you know, I just saw a really sexy scene in a, in a movie. It was called um, Love. It's like independent, got the screeners. And there was some of that going on. And that was like a theme in the movie, actually. She should watch that. That, like he said, like in a fit, like in a, in a rage, like that she was horrible at doing that. And in the movie, they show her doing that. And it's like she was just kind of just down there, but like not really going after it. Does that make yeah, sense? Like absolutely. Like a ha- a hybrid. Absolutely. A hybrid blowy. I think that, yeah, you could do a little something like that maybe. I think that, that could something be Something to think about to entertain, you know? But, um, yeah, Shannon, thinking about you, girl, and uh, kiss the kids for me. All right, next call. <laughs> Hi, Malls. My name is Allison. I am 33 from Chicago. Love the pod. Always have. Um, I actually, side note, I started listening to the pod because my friend Andrea from the Chicken Fingers episode called in and she told me she was on. And long story short, obsessed with you. We love you. Anyways, I have an issue with a friend of mine who she is, um, so we're... We're both musicians in the city, we work together, and we are really good friends, la la la. Anyways, she is dating this guy now who is super controlling and super possessive. It's really fucking weird because I have always known her to be this strong, independent, no-nonsense kind of woman who, like, won't let a guy you know, tell her that she should be this or that. But all of a sudden, she's with this guy who is just the most controlling... Ugh, he's just the worst. And I have always thought, you know, you're right, like, I'm not going to tell her exactly how I feel about this guy because, you know, I want to be supportive, I want to be her friend. If she's happy, cool. That's all I want. If I say something, she'll say, fuck you, you're a bad friend, and then I lose her. So I don't want to do that. But it's like getting to a point where it's just, it's bizarre. She's saying that she's going to put her entire career on hold so that she can start booking shows for him and, like, managing him and give up everything that she's worked so hard for. And I, you know, I guess that's our choice, but it's just sad because it's just like a waste of talent on this guy who is just the worst. Ugh. Anyways, long voicemail, sorry, but is there ever a point where I can actually just say, hey, girl, this guy's awful. What the fuck are you doing? Wake up. Is that ever okay to do without risking losing our friendship? I mean, I would hope that someone would say that to me, although I would never date a guy like this. Anyways, please advise. Love you so much. Bye. Well, we were just laughing. This kind of hits close to home for both of us and that we are your friend. Um, And a lot of relationship scenarios in my life, for sure, more re- like very recently for you, you were in a thing. If you want to talk about it, yeah, no, I mean, I've just definitely been in that position, and um, my, f- you know, my friends, I that's what friends are for. You know, I like people that just tell me straight up, like 
hey, like, right. <laughs> he kind of sucks. Like, you can do better um, or whatever the case may be. Um, but, yeah, I've definitely – I've also been on the other end of it as well. So, I mean, I think that you were at the place – when we were talking about it the other day, when you were at – like, you were kind of at the place where about – 90% of the things you were saying about him were like, oh, he does this and he does this and it's never fun to do this. And like, you were like, but he's like, you know, he tries and like he somehow always gets me. He's really charming. And so when you're at, when your friend is at that place, because then I was like, said to you, I was like, I recognize what the way you're talking right now. And I was like, because that's where I was when I probably needed to end my relationship, but I didn't. Um, and, um, like when you when you are, she's it's it's good if she's a smart girl like you say she is it's going she's going to catch up to her she's going to like wake up snap out of it one day and realize but until she's at the point where she's like almost realizing you kind of need to just really lay low. Um, I had friends they try to put things to me they'd be like I don't think so and so wants to see you sore, and then I would get insulted because I'd be like well what like you think that I can't like you think that I like don't know the like reality of my own situation. Like you think that I'm with someone who doesn't want me to soar. Obviously he wants me to soar, you know? And like, it just, yeah. And this, I, you know, you were right. You kind of called it. This is the exact advice I have to give you. Um, and sometimes you can ask questions though. Like, you know, kind of like much like therapy and all like, like what you were saying, like, yeah, you know, ask her questions and see what, maybe some of the stuff you know starts coming out on on its own word you're right you know like realize that yeah that and um you know you can also be like you know rest assured knowing that your friend is not only just like tuning out of her own life she's probably tuning out of everyone's life a little bit that's kind of what happens in these situations so you're gonna have um, some more time to take care of yourself right now and like build other friendships and just have a little bit of distance. You may be like, you know, sounds like you guys are really close, but maybe invest in some other people in your life right now because, um, I think that's really great advice too. Yeah. I mean, I was with somebody that a couple of my friends didn't like, and I realized like anytime I try to get people together, they just never wanted to come around. And then I yeah. kind of, that was a wake up call. Like, Oh wow. People don't want to be around this person. Yeah. That's wow. Damn, you know, so girl. take time for yourself and, you know. Yep. Yep. But uh, you know, I appreciated, you know, a lot of a lot of people like in my life came out of the woodwork and were like we hated how he talked to you, we hated all the stuff, blah blah blah. And like it kind of pained me that they didn't say it to me at the time, but mostly I just like I was really relieved that they were saying it now and I respected that they didn't try to, you know, I'm stubborn and I best like particularly about like love and relationships. So yeah, uh, just be, just be there for her, you know, you know what I'm saying? All right, guys, that was Please Advise episode 76, 76. You can call us 323-450-7408. You can email voice notes or letters to askpleaseadvise at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes and subscribe. If you like what you're hearing, rate five stars and leave a comment. It helps people find us. I'll say it again. Um, We're also on soundcloud.com slash pleaseadvise. Uh, we are on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, just search PLZ advise and the combinations of words that you're looking for, uh, and you will probably find it. Um, thanks so much for listening. Y'all talk to you next week. 